Welcome to Home Group. My name is Rick Renner, and I'm here today with Denise. Hey, honey. Hi, Rick, and welcome, Home Group. I am so glad to be on this Home Group with you. And we're calling this an update for our emergency situation. We need your help. And all of last week, you were amazing. Ay, ay, ay. You responded so generously. I am just amazed at the generosity that is in the heart of God's people. You know that in all these years, we have never come online and said, we need your help. We've just never done that. It's not our style. But right now, this really is urgent. And you knew that that's not our style. And you responded because you know this is unusual for us. And I want to say thank you for hearing our hearts. Thank you for listening to the Holy Spirit. And thank you for being generous. As I told you on Monday, God's going to bless what you have given. We're told in Galatians chapter 6, whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. It is a law of God that is never violated. And if you have given to help somebody else, God's going to help you in your time of need. The Bible promises that. And Proverbs 19 verse 17 says that when you lend to the poor, you lend to the Lord and the Lord will repay you. That's the reason why all of these years, Denise, when I see anybody with a financial need, even if I'm walking through the streets of Moscow and somebody's in need, I give them money because I know I'm lending to the Lord when I help the poor and the Lord will repay me. I want to help that person, but I also want God to help me when I have a need. And the Bible promises if you help those that are in need, God will respond to you when you are in need. And of course, right now we're giving these relief packages. And in every one of these packages, there are 20 meals. A whole box is $60 or it's $3 per meal. Now, some people can't give $60. Some people can give $6,000. Some people can give $10,000. Some people can give three. Three is just as powerful as somebody that can give $10,000. It's a meal. That is powerful. It changes someone's life. Don't think that your gift is too small when you're putting food into somebody's stomach that doesn't have any food, and they're wondering if God knows what they're going through, and suddenly care shows up. They feel the love of God. And you know, in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, it's an amazing verse. You probably know it, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about what? doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Most people assume that doing good was healing all that were oppressed of the devil. But the words doing good are a very specific Greek word which describes humanitarian help. It was only used to describe philanthropists who use their funds to provide clothes, food, medical assistance, which means in addition to Jesus, laying hands on people and supernaturally transforming their life. He had a whole branch of his ministry that provided physical assistance to people that were in need. And that explains why he had a treasurer. They had a whole branch of their ministry that assisted people that were in need. And I just love that Jesus does the supernatural part and Jesus does the natural part. He cares about us completely. And right now, through these boxes, we're carrying out the ministry of Jesus. This is Acts chapter 10, verse 38. We're going about anointed by the Holy Ghost, doing good 
and also healing those that are oppressed of the devil. And in every one of these packages, there's Grechka. Denise, what's Grechka? Grechka is buckwheat, and it is so delicious. I love Grechka. I don't know one Russian or Ukrainian that doesn't love Grechka, and it is so filling. In addition to Grechka, we're providing canned meat. And Denise, what else are we, we providing? Have corn. And, and then we have some personal items like shampoo and, and a toothbrush. Can you imagine if you hadn't brushed your teeth for like five or six or ten days and you were given a toothbrush and toothpaste? What a blessing that would be. And we're providing a Bible because the Word of God will change their lives. Ecclesiastes 8.4 yeah. says, where the word of a king is, there is power. And when people open mm. the Bible, read it, and believe it, it releases mm. God's power oh. into the bleakest situation. Oh, yes. We're providing a book called Repentance, How to Get Saved. We're providing a copy of the 91st Psalm because we want these people to live in the promises of the 91st Psalm. And we're giving them lots of information about how to join us online for our Russian-speaking church, which is enormous, because we want to wrap our arms around these people when they can get online. I want to pastor them. And you know me. We love the Bible. We're going to give the Bible to these people, put them on a strong foundation, disciple them, raise them up, and get them in good local churches. And all of it's beginning with a box of love. Isn't that amazing? Oh, it's amazing. It's, it's like whatever's in your hands. You know that scripture, it's in Colossians. Whatever's in your hands to do. Do it. Do it with all your might. And these people that are on the ground and that they're giving these, these supplies, they're not just giving them supplies. They're praying for them. They're laying their hands on them. They're releasing the power of God to them. It's like the most bleakest situation is the greatest place for the power of God to show up. And because we're working with local churches that we know and fully trust, we know this help is really getting to people. So thank you for what you've already done. If you want to do more, just go online, runner.org, or give us a call. And Denise, we have another need right now, and that need is to finish our studio. Just this week, I went with our building engineer to see the materials, and the materials have doubled in price. And they're going to they're gonna double again because the Russian economy has really been sanctioned to pieces and the ruble has collapsed and the prices are just escalating. And we need to finish that studio. And the studio, it's, it's not about a building. We don't need a building. We need a place where we can film programs to send the word of God into every nook and cranny in the Russian and Ukrainian world and English speaking world and around the globe. And how I wish I could show you a list of the nations that are reaching out to us in response to our program. There are a lot of good TV ministries and media ministries, but my job is to teach verse by verse, word by word, and really put the meat and potatoes of God's word in people's lives and nourish them and put them on a solid foundation. And that's what the studio is about. We need to have that studio so that this work is uninterrupted and we need to buy all the materials before they're just so far out of sight in terms of price. And by going online right now, you can give a gift to that if that's in your heart. If it's not, that's fine. Maybe it's in your heart to give a box of relief. Maybe it's in your heart to help us finish the studio. To be honest, both of these are really, really urgent. They're both urgent. But priority number one 
is getting this relief into people who need it and to get them the gospel. And then we need to finish the studio as well. So you do whatever the Holy Spirit tells you to do. You have ears to hear. You know the voice of the Holy Spirit. And you've already shown us that you really have a desire to help. But today, Denise, I want us to go to Mark chapter 16. Yesterday, we looked at the Great Commission in Matthew chapter 28. But when you go to Mark chapter 16, Jesus states the Great Commission a little differently. So reach for your Bible and let's look at it. Denise and I are out front. We're going with the gospel. And when you give to our ministry, you're helping us go. And as we saw yesterday, Matthew chapter 28, verse 20 promises that if you go with the gospel or help others go, Jesus promises his power will show up in your life. It is a divine promise that his power will accompany anybody who goes or those who help others to go. But when you come to Mark chapter 16 and verse 15, the Bible says, and Jesus said unto them, go ye into all the world. The word world here is the Greek word cosmos, not the word gaze. The word gaze would mean into all the planet. But the word cosmos means into every ordered system. It means we're to take the gospel to countries, to governments, to theater, to education, every kind of ordered system. We are to invade it with the gospel. That's really what it says. And preach the gospel. Preach the gospel to every creature. That's pretty clear. We're supposed to be taking the gospel to every person in the world. Verse 16, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth not shall be damned. And by the way, hell is real. I know people don't talk about it much today, but when people disbelieve the gospel or never hear the gospel, they pass into eternity lost. And we have a God-given commission to make sure that doesn't happen to them. And we can take the gospel to them, and that's what we do. And then Jesus said this in verse 17, And these signs shall follow them that believe. And the word follow, Denise, is the Greek word parakoluthio. It describes somebody who follows you on a trip like a partner that goes with you everywhere you go, a tag-along, mm. like a little Sputnik, a satellite, everywhere you go, that person is there. And Jesus says, mm. if you go with the gospel, you can be sure there are certain signs that will tag along everywhere you go. If you go, these signs are going to go with you. Now, one reason people don't see these signs is because they don't go. This sign, these signs are promised to those who go. If you sit at home, you never call anybody, you never do anything to help others go, you never reach out to anybody else, then why should you have these signs? These signs accompany those who are on the move to make sure the gospel gets to somebody else. And that's one reason why many churches don't see the power of God. They don't do anything to trigger the power of God. If you want to see signs and wonders, you have to go because signs and wonders are tagalongs to those who go with the gospel. Amen, Rick. You know, the power of God is there. It's right there with you right now. But it needs to be activated by our faith. And I heard someone give an example of a piñata. You know the piñata? Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. And so the piñata is there in the party with all the children. So you could say, well, the power is there 
But if somebody doesn't poke that pinata, none of those goodies or those sweets are going to come out of that pinata. And if we don't go, if we don't say, yes, Lord, I'm a believer, I'm going to do this, I'm what, whatever, whatever you can do, then the power's there, but it's not activated. And we are the ones who activate that power. And there are two things that activate it. Number one, you have to be on the move. Yeah. You have to go. Yeah. And number two, Jesus said, these signs shall follow them that believe. believe. You have to believe it. In fact, in Romans 1, 16, it says, the gospel is the power of God to them that believe. believe. It doesn't say the gospel is the power of God. It says it's the power of God to them that believe. believe. You have got to release your faith that the gospel is the power of God. And when you release mm -hmm. your faith in the gospel, Denise, I like your example of a pinata. You're poking a hole in the pinata. The power of God begins to operate. Amen. So you got to believe it. Now, sometimes people say, well, I know somebody who went to the ends of the earth and they got sick and they died. Well, I can't answer for them, but I can answer for me and Denise. Denise and I have gone to the ends of the earth and we have chosen to believe these promises. And we have seen the manifestation of these promises in our life. These signs are activated in them that believe. We believe these. Well, what did Jesus say? He said, in my name shall they cast out devils. The word cast out in Greek is ekbalo, it means to evict. Just like if you were to evict somebody from a house. Jesus said, in my name you will evict devils. Well, you can cast demons out of individuals, but guess what? That word ekbalo was also the very word used to describe evicting an enemy from your territory. And when you preach the gospel, you evict the enemy. You literally drive back darkness. That's the power of the gospel. And we believe that when we show up, uh -huh. darkness is driven back. Oh, Rick, I've got a great example. Right now in Kiev, Rick's talked about them before, but they're in a building. They are not budging. Who they is are they? Not moving. Anita and Sasha. Yes. They are not moving. They are not budging. They're on their computers. They're ministering to other people. And I was talking to her and I said, your building is like Rahab's house. It, it, the, everything around Rahab, all the walls of Jericho fell down, but her house where the power of God was, where the presence of God was, stood many years ago. Well, not so many years ago, but we ministered for years to a drug and alcohol hospital. This drug and alcohol hospital had a fire on the floor that we preached the word over and over and over and over again and prayed for people. There were 45 people in that building who died through that fire on the floor that we preached the gospel, not one person perished. I'm telling you, the gospel has power to drive back evil. Power. And we believe it. Amen. Do you believe it? Amen. And then Jesus says, they shall speak with new tongues. Well, we all know what that means. We believe in speaking in tongues and we do speak in tongues. But then Jesus said this amazing thing in verse 18, they shall take up serpents and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. But notice Jesus says, they shall take up serpents. Well, you might know that in 
the back hills of some states in the United States, there are Pentecostal groups that believe that verse means you're supposed to pick up water moccasins and copperheads and serpents and they handle snakes in church. That's not what Jesus was talking about. An example of what Jesus is talking about is when the Apostle Paul was shipwrecked on the island of Miletus, Melita. And the Bible says that as he was building a fire, a serpent bit him. Actually, the Greek says it was a viper, and the word bit means really dug its fangs into him, pumping that poison into his body. And what did he do? He just shook it off. He didn't say, oh, I'm going to die. Oh, I'm going to die. And everybody thought he was going to die because the Bible says all of the natives gathered around to see if he would swell up and die, and Paul just shook it into the fire. We have a promise that even if the enemy tries to attack us, we can shake it off. But the promise belongs to those who go. That's who these promises are too. And then he says, and it, and if they drink any deadly thing, the word drink also means to eat, to eat or to drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Now, wait a minute. I've seen people go on mission trips and they're afraid to eat what's in front of them. And I always think, that's amazing. You think you have authority to cast out demons and to raise the dead, but you're afraid to eat what's on the plate in front of you. Take authority over it. It's all there is to eat. If it's what you have to eat, eat it in faith. You don't have to understand it. Activate the promise. Denise and I have gone to the ends of the earth. We've eaten all kinds of things that we don't know what we're eating, and we don't ask. We just eat in faith, believing if we eat or drink anything that's not good for us, it will have no effect on us that that promise is to those who go. And then it says, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Recovering power is in my hands. It's in Denise's hands. It's in your hands, but it doesn't work unless you put your hands on somebody. It's not released until you put your hands on somebody. Every one of these promises are to people that are doing something. They're taking the gospel. They're laying hands. They're driving back evil. And verse 19 says, So then after the Lord had spoken to them, heaven, he was received into heaven and sat at the right hand of God. Then look at verse 20. And they went forth. They obeyed. They went. Mm. And preached everywhere the Lord working with them right at their side, confirming the word with signs following. That is the will of God for those who go or for those who help others to go. And right now, through your giving, you can help us go. You can be a part of this. You may not physically be here, but my friends, if we're sending a package, it's your money that's enabled us to do it. It's you going. It's you going. And you can lay hold of these promises that the power of God will show up in your life because of what you have done. Just say, I claim it. In Jesus' name, Denise. It's absolutely the truth. It's using our faith and it's taking a hold of the power of God, agreeing with the power of God. When you agree with the power of God and what we have, it's power. We release power. And in every one of these packages, we're giving the Bible, a book about repentance, a 91st Psalm, connecting people to our online church so we can pray for them, and I told you yesterday that just in the past two weeks, we have received more than 60,000 prayer requests from the people who need these packages. They're reaching out to us. 
and we're answering every single one of them. That is amazing. God. Thank God for our team and thank Praise God for God. you. Amen. Because your giving enables us to do this. Amen. And because of what you're doing, you can lay claim to the power of God being operative in your life. I speak it to you Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. We thank you for everything you've already done, for everything you're thank going you. to do. And we want to say the blessings of God are yours, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.